haven't recorded in a very long time because I was very tired of hearing my voice. So I'm very happy to be back. And in this episode, we are talking about healing. So basically, we did an episode about self-love. And when you start to learn to love yourself... I, wait, I don't even know which one comes first. I think... Ugh, I I would say self-love comes first. Because then you make the decision to heal. But then you can also heal from self-hate. You know what? I'm going to pretend... We are going to pretend that self-love comes first and then healing but i feel like they're both like uh, like you get like they come not really together but like you can go on those journeys at the same time and that's fine and that works well but in this episode we are talking about healing i think it's very necessary to do this especially if you want to go into okay no 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 I wouldn't say, especially if you want to go into dating, but like heal for yourself. Like, trust me, if you heal for somebody else or like you allow somebody to change for you, let's use the word change. You know that thing that they're like, oh, my boyfriend changed for me. If you fuck up or if the relationship ends, that boyfriend that changed for you will become 10 times worse than he was in the beginning. So like, don't change for anybody. But let's not traumatize people with our unhealed behaviors because most of the time somebody will come to you unhealed you would assist them in the healing journey and then these they stab you in the back like fucking crazy so let's heal for ourselves but at the same time if you still want to go into dating all of that you have to heal because it's unfair to put so much on somebody when you get like make somebody help you not really help you heal but like put that trauma kind of on somebody else and then they have to suffer for it like does that make sense like obviously if you like have a very i won't say damaged i don't want to say damaged but like if you just have an unhealed partner because the healing process is like you know it's not like oh you finish it and then you go into relationships perfect like it's still happening while you are in the relationship but at least you are making the effort to heal but if you just come in with all your trauma, all your toxic traits, then somebody's going to have to suffer for it. And it may not only be you. Do you get what I'm saying? But I think healing is very necessary, especially as you are becoming an adult, because it's just necessary. You're going to interact with people who are assholes and people who will trigger the worst things in you and in your childhood and some people will do some really fucked up things and not be held accountable and you have to deal with it you're going to have to deal with many things many unfair things and you just have to heal period we don't have any more reasons for why you should heal but if you're listening to this then you want to take the big step i'm not trying to tell you guys that i'm a fucking therapist or i know what the fuck i'm saying but i i'm also on this journey so let's let's talk about what has worked for me and what advice i've gotten from people anyways moving on to the episode the first thing i want to talk about is something i saw in a bible plan i was reading i feel like when i say bible plan many 
people would just be like, oh, fuck it. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Remember what I said? The Bible is advice. It's not this thing that you have to follow. It's not a rule book. It's advice. And I think that many things there are kind of generic, in my opinion. In in my opinion. But yeah, something I saw was blame isn't the um, deciding factor on how much or how little I can help you. Everyone deserves forgiveness entirely, no matter the circumstances. I disagree with the everyone deserves forgiveness entirely. That entirely is one. Like, uh, I disagree with that one. But the blame isn't the deciding factor on how much or how little I can help you. The I help you, obviously, we know that because it's from the Bible, it's talking about God. But I would just say that blame isn't the deciding factor on whether or not you can heal. I think that obviously many things come from somewhere like maybe your family maybe your ex-friends maybe your siblings caused x y and z in your life that's a fact and i'm not trying to be like oh no don't blame anybody because it has already happened but i'm saying that you trying to be like oh i blame you for this or this is the person that caused all of this isn't actually going to help you like this is a very painful thing to accept that people can fuck up your life and you would have to be the one to put in the work to heal so you constantly being like oh i blame you for this and i blame you for this and i blame you for this yes you're being factual because it is their fault but it doesn't really do anything for you or for them even some people just don't even remember some people don't care some people just don't give a shit about what they did to you in their heads not that deep and that's like sad but you blaming them isn't really going to do anything for you like at all i i promise you that even if you know when you're in the healing journey you're trying to figure out the root cause of every problem when you find out the root cause oh maybe my mom said this to me when i was a child my dad said this to me when i was a child yes you are finding the root cause but there's a difference between that and blaming you're like oh you did this to me like yeah that's like valid do that if you want but let it not end there you know like it's not going to determine whether or not you're going to heal because they may apologize and you're still like fuck you and that's valid so like blame and you finding you know who did what and blaming them isn't really going to do anything for you if you want to do it feel free still isn't going to do anything for you and i think that it's especially hard to heal from something that somebody did when it wasn't to you like for example your dad treated you like a princess like you were his princess and then he didn't treat your mom you know the best way and then that caused a lot of trauma for you like that made you see love and marriage in such a disgusting way and you're unable to know why you feel this kind of resentment towards your dad even if he was good to you and you know you're like oh well he didn't do anything to me so I I don't have a reason to be upset with him you do like I think it's hard for you to be angry at somebody for like be angry at somebody even if they treated you very well like that's what i'm trying to say like even if they did everything well with you not perfectly i don't think anybody's perfect definitely not men but like not perfectly but like if they did things good with you but then they treated 
your sibling bad or your mom bad like it's so valid for you to actually be upset or resentful it doesn't mean that you are ungrateful and at the end of the day you are not the one that married your dad like it's your mom so like if he's a good dad and he's not a good um partner or husband that's cancelled that's actually cancelled honestly for me at least and yeah i think something that people don't really talk about is healing when it didn't really directly affect you like you know it's not direct like your dad being messy with your mom like isn't directly affecting you because he's not doing it to you but it's affecting you because obviously you love your mom and it's affecting you because it's affecting her so that's also something you can heal from if you want i mean you should but many people like don't feel like it's a valid reason to be upset with somebody but it is honestly because the same way in like friendships if you fucked up with my friend i i can't be friends with you i'm so sorry take it however you want but the problem i would have is if my friend would go and be friend with you again after i've already like backed the beef that's where i would just block both of you and just cut both of you off but if you mess with my friend if you fuck with my friend if you do anything bad to them it affects me because it affects them you know like you didn't do anything directly to me but me seeing the result of you fucking with my friend it affects me and so that's why i just think that it's okay to be upset with somebody even if they didn't directly do anything to you it doesn't mean that you're creating trauma out of nowhere or you're creating fights or problems out of nowhere like it's very very valid and somebody can be a good person and not play the role that they are supposed to play in your life so don't downplay your feelings like coming back to the whole dad thing but like this time it's not dad and mom it's dad and you like he wasn't a good dad but he was a good person like you could see that this person is a good person only if they could heal only if they could just try or only if they knew how to do things right like you see that your dad is a good person he's not a good dad He's trying, quote unquote, but still not doing the role that he's supposed to play in your life. You're allowed to be upset. So don't like downplay your feelings thinking, oh, well, I know he's a good person. I know he would never hurt me intentionally. Intentional or not, somebody's actions can still affect you. That's something I had to like drill into my head because I'm always like, oh, this person would never do this intentionally. And that's true. They they didn't want to do it intentionally, but still, it still affected me. And I'm allowed to be like, okay, I know that this was not your intention, but it still affected me, honestly. You're allowed to do it to people. People are allowed to do it to you. That's how life works. So don't ever downplay your feelings and be like, oh, well, I know he's not a good dad, but like, at least he's a good person. If he did not play the role that he's supposed to play in your life, then he didn't do anything for you like he has no relevance in your life you don't know him as a person you know him as a dad and let that sink in like even your friends for example or your best friend your best friend is just being not good to you and not being a good best friend to you and you know that they are a good person all of that that's cool that's nice but the role that they have in your life currently you know like i don't think all friendships will last forever but like that's the role that they have to play in your life and you can't downplay your feelings by being like oh well but they're still good people like that's that's great cool 
but that how does that concern me honestly especially more with the family thing like especially parents like let's leave siblings let's talk parents that brought you into this fucked up earth and then you're you know trying to be like oh well he's a good person even if he's not a good dad or do you know him as a person when you were a baby did you call him his first name you called him dad like that is his role in your life till the day you die or they die you know so like i don't know that's just how i feel honestly some people are still like oh well i've given up on my relationship with my dad so he's a good person i forgive him and i'm just like oh, good for you i guess but hmm well i'm beefing him for you on your behalf honestly but at the same time still forgive but then don't like downplay your feelings i see many people that have gone through abuse especially on tiktok their parents were abusive as fuck when they were kids and then now they're like oh they were looking out for me oh he was not a bad dad oh we have a good relationship now like ah good for you i don't know what's happening behind closed doors but ah now you're like backing the abuse like oh well i still turned out good oh <laughs> ah, sorry 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 good for you i guess but <laughs> sorry that's all i can say next thing i want to talk about is something that i have kind of struggled with trying to prove to people that you have changed hmm I actually have this in my journal somewhere, but I cannot stand up to get it. Sorry. But let me try and remember what I wrote about. I can't remember, honestly. But something that I kind of struggled with or struggle with. Uh, would I say struggle or struggled? I would say struggled. Coming back to my right person, wrong time friendship edition episode. I think I use that example very often because that was one of my first real 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 friendships you know so like i always use that example so sorry if you're like why do you always bring up that person mm, sorry 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 that's the only experience i can use i can't make up an experience in my head but with that person yeah i with the term favorite person this is a term in you know bpd that's borderline personality disorder all of that i use the term favorite person i do not have bpd but I use the term favorite person because that's like how I can best describe those people in my life. Like, so my last favorite person, um, the person from the right person, wrong time friendship edition, after like some time of like self-reflection and actually knowing that I was the one that fucked up, like I was the one that fucked up. And when that person was no longer my favorite person all the obsession all the attachment just like cleared from my eyes in a way that i started to see them as real human beings like yes i saw them as human beings when you know we were friends but like the obsession and the attachment was just covering everything like i i tend to see my favorite people or favorite person because it's always one at a time as perfect gods not like i'm worshiping them or anything but like can do no wrong they can make my mood go from zero to a hundred can make my mood go from hundred to zero like that's just them like they have that much control in my life so when that person was no longer my favorite person it just like cleared from my eyes and i had this desire to prove to her that oh i have changed i'm no longer like the way I was before, like all of that. And that's like very unnecessary, like very unnecessary. And I'm so happy I did not 
try to be like, oh, well, I've changed. It's very unnecessary, but it's a very normal feeling, especially when you're not like a crazy human being. Like, obviously, I'm not crazy. Nobody is, I guess, maybe. I don't know. But like, you know, nobody is. I don't know if anybody's crazy, but like, basically, you're not crazy. But when that person is no longer your favorite person, there's just this you see them as a human being and like i was finally seeing that person as a human being and i was like the obsession had weared off so much that i was like okay we can actually like be friends now we can actually talk now like i can actually like talk to her like i was saying in one of my episodes that like i couldn't even talk to that person because like my problem with communication something i actually like studied about myself recently was that i normally don't give a shit about people and the only reason i fear communication or the only reason i do not communicate is out of fear and the only reason that fear only comes when it's to my favorite people is because i fear losing them like other people i don't really care so i can easily communicate and be like okay this is what you did that's fucked up fuck you that's so easy for me because i don't care how it turns out as long as i'm telling you what i need to tell you and if you have a response i would listen to you everything is fine but with those favorite people i don't want to lose them and that's where that fear comes from because i normally do not give a shit and i would like swear on that like i do not give a shit but you know when it comes to those people i don't want to lose them and that's where the fear is coming from not necessarily oh i don't know how they're going to receive me it's like i don't really care how somebody receives me when i communicate when it comes to those people i actually don't want them to leave so that's what like stops me from communicating with them so like with the favorite person thing I can actually like now talk to her because she was no longer my favorite person and I had this desire to be like oh no I've changed like we can actually be friends now like I'm chill like that like I'm chill like that but that was very unnecessary that ship had sailed like I did not want to accept that I had ruined that relationship because it would have worked it would have worked for sure but like that ship had sailed and it was now a lesson and that's like fine no bad blood no beef but I'm allowed to learn from it and move on from it and I don't need to prove to anybody that I have changed like it's fine it's fine that the ship has sailed even if there was potential for a very great friendship cool but the ship had sailed and I had to accept that so like you have to accept that you don't have to prove to anybody that you have changed even maybe people that saw you as bitchy when you were bitchy but now you're like very kind you know you're healing all of that you don't have to prove to them like oh hi i'm like a nice girl now do you want to be besties like you don't have to do that if the friendship is going to work it will work like you don't have to be like oh you know like i'm i'm chill now do you want to be besties like nah if it was going to work it would and if it's not going to work oh well life goes on you're learning and that's like the good thing don't let people hold your past against you don't let people be like oh well but you did this as long as you have learned and if you can apologize do that and otherwise move on with your life don't let your past hold you you're a new bitch every day me i'm a new bitch every day and i know you're a new bitch every day so like nobody can actually hold my past against me period next thing i want to talk about is how sometimes your trauma isn't acknowledged because you put up a front like if you did not have a reaction to something then it did not happen i've had many instances where i would get into an altercation with somebody and they would cry and because they cried and i had no reaction i was 1000 percent the bad guy and even with things like family trauma for example you have no reaction you're just quiet you just don't see anything 
you just don't tell anybody about it you don't lash out you're just like best behavior type vibe it's like oh it never happened or you get bullied but you just laugh it off and everything's fine quote unquote it never happens so like some people just don't seem to acknowledge some things that you have gone through just because you did not have this reaction to it and that's very sad but you still have to heal you you still have to heal you know like even if people did not acknowledge that something happened you still have to heal and i think that healing is something that's very personal to you it's your own journey it's not the same for everybody but at the same time i think it's also communal like I am oversharing because I want to overshare sometimes, like not every time. Like this episode, for example, I don't think it's something that I feel like I need to overshare about. Like if it was like a story time, not really story time, I don't really do story times, but like if it was something that I experienced, like, you know, like all this kind of episodes, like my right person, wrong time episode. Yeah. Like all those kind of things that it's just me oversharing because I want to overshare. I have a reminder that tells me to breathe on my phone every hour. Anyways, yeah, like I'm oversharing in that like case because I want to overshare and that's nice. That's cool. That's fine. But um, I also talk about these things because I know it can help somebody. Like I sometimes wish that somebody would tell me these kind of things. So like I, you know, say it to other people. Does that make sense? Like not like, oh, I'm like, you know, your therapist or anything. But like sometimes I'm just like, okay. For example, like me talking about these things, like me, like having a podcast, me talking about new things every week, me um, learning about myself, that has helped me grow. Like really, it has helped me grow. It has helped me understand myself. It has helped me do many things. And at the same time, I've, you know, had many people that I would watch on the internet or listen to on the internet that have actually helped me. Like they have helped me a lot. And before I used to think that influencers were just pointless human beings, like, why the fuck do they exist? But now I can see why they do. And I'm not an influencer. I please do. Like, it's not bad, but like, still, please, 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 please. But I would say that I overshare because, first of all, I did not suffer for nothing. Like, I, I did not go through all this rubbish I went through my life for nothing. So if it's super share here, I would gladly. But then I also do it because it can actually help somebody. And, you know, I'm not like the best at advice and everything. Look, I am. But like, I know it can help you. So like, just take a few tips and just implement it into your life. Trust me on that. Next thing I want to talk about is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically my self-love and healing journey kind of came at the same time. And that was... November last year and in my opinion it came at the right time like I know I'm I wouldn't say I'm old you know what I have this I'm going to make an episode about this soon probably like next season but like I I know that I'm 18 like I'm young very young people that I'm friends with are like 23 24 25 I see them as young 30 I see it as young but when it's my age I just feel so old and like I'm 18 I'm so young like if I was looking at an 18 year old I would be like you're so young like yeah you're young but then I just feel so sometimes old like I don't know like I just feel like I'm wasting so much time and all of that so like sometimes I'm like oh you're healing later like you should have done this thing when you're like 15 
because 18 is supposed to be the time when you, you're supposed to have like everything figured out but like I don't see other people this way like I do not see other people this way like why do I do that for myself like I'm not old but like then again I just feel like time is just like running and I'm just like Ugh, what the fuck but I feel like my healing came at the right time it came later for some things like don't get me wrong like eight years later or like yeah eight years later for many things that I should have healed from I would say should have that I could have healed from when I was younger but I feel like it came at the right time I'm very mature enough to understand many things now I don't really take things too personally anymore and I just feel like it came at the right time like I, I'm never like oh okay sometimes I'm like I wish I, I did that earlier you know like sometimes just like oh I wish I didn't really waste my teenage years to all of this but at the same time I'm still very thankful because I'm, I'm still young like I have a whole life ahead of me and that's something I remind myself every time that I feel kind of stupid or I feel like I've wasted my life to like mental illness all of this rubbish yeah rubbish because people think that mental illnesses are so fun like hello hello I don't know I don't know that's not that's not how I how I view it please but you know sometimes I'm just like oh god I wish my teenage years weren't so horrible but at the same time I feel like it came at the right time now I'm healing I you know when I get older I would be able to experience healthy relationships and all of that and I would be able to see the result of my healing and enjoy the fruit of my labor in a way not really fruit of my labor but I'm just trying to use big words you get the vibe but I feel like it came at the right time and yours will come at the right time yours is coming at the right time like whatever time it is even if you're 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 it's coming at the right time i believe it's coming at the right time and i i never really see people as um it, like it's too late for this like even my dad my dad is like 50 something and i don't think it's too late for anything for any change to happen i don't really expect anything from anybody like let me just put that there but like something that's too late i don't i don't believe in that i don't think there's anything like too late you're still living you can change you can work on this you can grow in this area that's just how i feel that's just what i think but i think it's good to accept that it came at the right time life goes on also on tiktok i'm seeing this thing not really on tiktok i, I think i've seen this everywhere but like the common question is can you heal in the same place that hurts you this can be like physically like in the same house that all the trauma came and this can also be like mentally I don't know how that can be mentally like not really mentally but like in a relationship like can you heal from that relationship if you're still in that relationship I don't think so you know so like for physically is what I'm talking most about because I, I I don't think fully I don't think you can heal fully in the same place that hurts you in my opinion but you have to start like something that I always tell myself is home is within me I think ever since you know, many things have happened in my childhood. We all know the gist from my three-part series. I I lost being able to have a home. Like, does that make sense? Like, I didn't feel like anywhere was at home to me. And it's so funny because, like, whenever I would go for, like, sleepovers, I, like, never got homesick because I didn't really have a home. Like, I'm not trying to, like, be like, oh, I didn't really have a home. Like, not that vibe. But, like, I just didn't, like, feel like anywhere was my home. Like, even my house, I didn't... Like, I felt at home in my house, obviously. But, like, that word home, no. Like, that wasn't anywhere. 
So I just reminded myself that home is within me. And as long as I have myself, I'm good to go. Like, as long as I have myself, I'm fine. I'm at home because I'm with myself, right? So I think that you have to start, even if you can't heal fully in the place that hurts you. But don't be like, okay, when I leave my house, when I move out, that's when I'll start healing. Because when you finally move out, you'd put so much pressure on yourself to have everything figured out. Like, oh, like the one thing that was stopping you, you don't have it anymore. So you have to be 100%. And that's like not realistic. So you have to start. You have to try. As hard as it's going to be, trust me, it's hard. But you have to You have to try. You have to start. You can't do it fully there. But trust me, like the second you move out, it's going to be like war is over. Because you've already like started. You get so, like, don't put too much pressure on yourself. But at the same time, don't think that, oh, you have to wait till you leave to start. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's not a good thing to do. And I think that, your mind is very powerful like you can condition your mind to you know see things kind of differently and a mind is a very 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 terrible thing to waste don't ever waste your mind your mind is very capable of so many things like i'm not even just talking about oh like success in like you get business and everything i'm talking about like you know your mind can like you can be sad right now and then just think okay you know what everything works in my favor um it's not that deep nothing is that deep your mind can just like shift in that moment like your mind is very 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 powerful so there's a lot that you can do to condition your mind to see things differently you know so don't don't waste your mind at all it's not a good thing to do something else that i want to talk about that i i'm not a fan of people doing is this thing like for example somebody's bullied when they were younger and then they become supermodels right and then there's this thing of, oh, well, look at who you are now. Look at where you are now. Where are the people that bullied you? Like, it's a good thing that people are trying to, like, hype you up because you've accomplished more than people who are, you know, being mean to you. But not everybody has this, oh, great comeback. Like, quote, unquote, comeback. You get, like, you were bullied for being ugly. Now you're a model. Like, you get, not everybody has that comeback. So I don't really like when people are like, oh, well, look at where you are now. Look at where they are now some people may bully you destroy your life and still end up in very very high positions like for real and that's i wouldn't say it's that crazy because you don't even know what's happening in their life maybe they were struggling then they didn't even know that they harmed you they didn't even know that they did this to you and they learned they grew they became this and that like you get so like don't ever like feel the need to like be above people that um did bad things to you or like have a comeback when you're healing like that's not the aim as long as you're good, everything's fine, for real. Like, you don't even think about other people. Fuck them. Fuck these bitches. Next thing on my list of things to talk about is... Stop trying to expect things from people. Stop trying to change people. Did I talk about this in this episode? You know, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Like, once I've said something, I don't even remember when I said it. I just know I said it. But, you know, people being like, oh, I'm changing for you. Stop trying to change people. Love people the way they are currently. And it, you don't have to be in a relationship with somebody that does not align with the person that you want to be in a relationship with. That was too fucking fast. But you get what you get what I'm saying. You get the vibe. Love should be unconditional, in my opinion. But hmm, how do I put this? For you to be in a relationship with somebody, for you to be friends with somebody, for you to allow somebody in your life, it goes above love. It goes beyond love, rather. So love unconditionally. You don't try to change people. Love people as who they are currently. But that does not mean that you have to accept them in your lives. 
and that's a fact a a big fact don't let anybody tell you that oh your love isn't real if you're not going to be in a relationship with this person like that's insane that's insane don't listen to these people they would be in very happy relationships and they would try to coach you on how you should accept the person that does not align with who you want in your life they, they are happy with their own boyfriend they are perfect mr charming but you they want you to suffer don't listen to this kind of people please you're not them you don't like to suffer so like don't let people tell you that you need to do this and nah you don't have to do anything and try to do things for people like for example i hate calls i wouldn't say i hate 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 calls depends on who but i i don't like calls honestly i like really don't like calls but something i've noticed is that when somebody doesn't call me i don't notice like i'm not the person that'd be like oh you haven't called me since depends on like if we have a routine of calling each other very often and then just stop like that sounds kind of weird but like if you don't call me for a while, I would not notice. Genuinely. And it's not even like, oh, I don't care about you. I just wouldn't notice. It's not that high in my mind, honestly. I don't I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. If somebody doesn't call me, cool, fine. I don't care. Life goes on. Life is fine. My mom is somebody that likes calls. And then me and my siblings, we don't really, like, care about calls that much. Like, we actually don't care. I was going to talk to my brother about it one day and he was like, it's so weird that like we don't even notice and people don't call us but then other people notice so i noticed that my mom would notice not really notice that we didn't call her but like you know obviously she's the okay i won't say she's the adult in the situation because now i'm an adult jesus christ but like obviously she's my mom so like it, it's not that weird for her to be the one calling but then you know we were like you know what she likes calls like my mom actually like really really likes calls so I just said that, okay, we should just try to, like, make it a habit of just, like, calling once in a while. Even if it's to, like, set a reminder on your phone. Like, I don't remember to call. It's not even like, oh, I remember. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to call. Like, I don't remember. I don't care. Honestly, I don't really care for calls. But if somebody in your life does and it would mean something to them, then try to do it once in a while. Like, nobody's telling you to call them every single day. But, like, try to do it once in a while. Try to love people the way they want to be loved, not the way you can you know love no i don't know no is that what i wanted to say well 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 try to make amends to have a an intersection between oh, speaking in sets period between how you can love and how they want to be loved you know you can't be loving them in your own love language we've talked about this many many times and i think the last thing i would say for healing is to make a list I made a list of the things I want to heal from, the things I want to heal in, like the areas I want to heal in. And something I noticed while I was making that list is that my relationship with money is fucked up. I never realized how bad a relationship I had with money. It is fucked up, like so bad. Like I have this urge in my body to clear out my bank account. Like I don't even care if I'm putting the money into savings or I'm putting it into investing. I don't even care. I just want to clear out my bank account. Like, I just, like, have this, like, my body can't rest until I've cleared out my bank account. And it's a very, very bad thing to do. Not even just because, oh, you're clearing out your bank account. It's just, like, having a bad relationship with money is just terrible. And that's something I, I'm also working on. Do you guess? So, like, healing is not just, oh, yeah, like, mental health. Like, other things, too. Like, money because money is very necessary in life and it's your money like the money doesn't own you you own the money so you have to have a relationship where it's very obvious that 
you are the one owning the money and not the other way around. So you make a list and always find a balance between contentment and ambition. Be proud of yourself for where you are right now and be content, but also be ambitious. Like don't be too ambitious where you're like not seeing what you have already accomplished. And don't be too, oh, I'm okay where I am, that you're not ambitious anymore. Find a balance between both of them. And I think just learn to enjoy where you are on the way to where you're going so that it can actually, like, be sweet. Like, when you actually, like, work for something, when you enjoy the process, like, when you finally achieve what you want to achieve, like, it's going to be sweet. And, like, it would go, like, the process would go by so fast because you're enjoying it that when it actually happens you're like ah so we've actually like reached this goal like are you serious but the process is everything i see that all the time like the process is everything like seriously and always notice improvements like my mental health was shit in like february and in march and i was really bummed out because i was like oh like we're doing healing we're doing all of this and you're telling me that my mental health is still shit like what what do i need to do again should i like cut off my head but then i realized that like before i started my healing and self-love journey i think it was like an everyday thing for me to just feel i wouldn't say lifeless because like from when i was like 16 17 you guess i was actually like i was trying i was actually like doing well ish but like before then like i don't even remember that much but like, i just know life was shit and it was like an everyday thing but now it's like once in a while that you know those bad days will come and so i'm seeing improvements like yes my life is not perfect cool but way way better than how it was before and i'm happy i'm honestly very happy with that just know that there is no finish line it's going to be happening every single day like the healing process is going to happen every single day always practice the clean slate policy i'm going to find this thing on my phone Guess where I got this from? The Bible. I'm telling you that when you remove all like bad blood you have with religion and just like try to take advice from the Bible or maybe don't even read the Bible because I get these things from Bible plans, not like reading the Bible itself, but like reading the Bible is still fun, cool, but like I just like the plans more and then I just read the verse that you, you get. But like the plans are amazing. So like just like forget about the beef that you have with the Bible for a second and just download the new version and just be reading the plans because they be giving advice that eats they eat let me tell you what they said about the clean slate policy so when you get behind on something when you miss a day or you discover that something doesn't work for you wipe the slate clean and start again that's like the best thing to do in my opinion that's like the best thing to do clean slate policy you are a human being that's living for their first time you have the right to make a mistake and then be like oh wait i don't like that i did that let me learn from it not feeling guilty about what you did that's kind of the beef that i have with religion ish i'm not like trying to talk shit about religion you know we see that every day like i'm always like oh religion 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 but like um i think there is a lot of guilt that comes with when you mess up like you already feel bad that you messed up yeah that but that's not enough you have people being like, you know, you have to go for confession or else you are this and that and this and that. Like, that's cool if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to do, I'm not talking to you. It's cool, it's cool. But I feel like with every mistake that you make, there's already, like, a, an amount of guilt that you feel by yourself. And so somebody else being like, ah, no, you fucked up. Like, that's even worse. 
she just practiced the clean slate policy and honestly I'm, I'm back to this like we haven't said this in a very long time but cut people off like it's for you not for them like i don't cut people off with the intention of making them feel like they should miss me or making them like miss me like i don't care honestly i don't give a shit if you miss me or not like that's your business but if i cut you off i have cut you off like sorry don't feel bad or just move on like everybody does i saw this um meme that's like when some when somebody does something bad to you just do your own back don't be like oh how could you like don't come and be like oh no like you you made me feel bad like just move on move on like if i have reached that point with you just just move on with your life honestly it's like not that difficult i've like lost every hope for reconnection in my mind and that's not a bad thing but cut people off honestly live life to the fullest as you're healing, just know that you're going to have situations where you have to make the choice to heal. I saw something once again in my Bible that was like, um, when you pray for confidence, God is not going to be like, okay, take confidence. God is going to be like, I'm going to give you a situation where you're going to choose to be confident. And that's the same thing with healing. You're not going to know that you've healed or that you are healing until you get met with the situations where you're supposed to make a choice between what your past self would have done and what your healed self is going to do and that's on period is giving motivational speaker at 3 24 a.m period i am so proud of this episode i said everything i was going to say i feel good that's how when i'm editing i'm like ah shit i would have said this but still let's live in the moment let's pretend like i have said everything that i'm going to say or i was going to say life is amazing Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you learned something from listening to the Zoraya effect today. Just kidding. But make sure you follow the podcast, you rate the podcast, you review the podcast. And honestly, I'll talk to you guys soon. I don't know when I'm going to upload this episode, but let's pretend like this is the... I think there's like two episodes left till the end of the season. If there's no two episodes left to the end of the season... And I released this episode very early. I'll just leave this. And you guys won't even hear it. Why am I still saying it? I don't know. But that's all I want to say to you guys. And I will talk to you bitches soon. I always get this fear that all my episodes are the same. Because I'm always talking about the same things. But then I don't really think I talk about the same things. Because I don't like repeating myself. But like, I don't know. I don't even try to like make them the same things, honestly. Like, I just talk about shit that's going on in my life, you know. Because like... I wish I could have story times for you guys. Like I, Because I'm so good at storytelling. Like, I'm so good at storytelling. And I'm not even trying to, like, hype myself up. Like, I would give you the sound effects. I would give you the noises. I would give you everything. I would even give you, like, mini stories in between. Which is annoying to some people. But I love it. But, like, nothing really happens in my life. Like, I don't really go out. And it's so funny because I live in Lagos. So, like, if I were to go out, I would have so many stories to tell you guys. Because, like, everybody knows that Lagos is fucking crazy. Like, mentally insane and also crazy fun but then i don't really go out but if i do start to go out sometime which is not going to happen but like if i go out like once in a while i would like f- do some fucked up shit just to tell you guys this story anyways bye guys love you guys so much